The ASOS Podcast. Manny, <laughs> why are you like this, man? Fucking hell. Anyway, um, yeah, welcome to the ASOS Podcast. It's your man, <laughs> Mr. Matty Lee. That's on Twitter. <laughs> at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee on Instagram. Catch me, catch me. Uh, who have we got in the house today? Manny, are you about? We got B R G E, Big E, in the place to be. Yeah. What? <laughs> you got a bite. <laughs> you got a bite, y'all. <laughs> so, oh, you're not exactly going to put the uh, G space E. That it don't flow. What do you want me to do? Come on, man. Yeah, work on your lyrics, my G. Work on them. All right, cool. Look, follow me. Really, you know, really, you... Oh, go on. On the old Insta. Follow Asos underscore on Insta and Twitter. I've been tweeting more, have you noticed? Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, with Twitter's now. I swear. I've been active too. on these tweets. Uh, what I did see, yeah, I saw Manny said he's, he's, he's hanging on or something like that. He's talking about Boris Johnson. I saw him tweet. Yeah, he was getting battered, mate. What he's, an he's absolute twat. It's interesting to see. Mate, yeah. did you not see me tweeting about the Mandela effect? No. What did you? What as in like? I know what the Mandela effect is, but was there a recent instance of it? No, nah, no. Nah, I never knew what it was. In it, I just heard the phrase, and somehow have you felt like you've experienced it before. Hundred percent. After exploring it, man, like I went down a rabbit hole of the Mandela effect, and I was like, "Well, Give me one example that shook you." Um, Looney Tunes. Right. It's not spelt how I thought it was spelt. And there was another one. There was another one. It's like, um, oh, yeah, Forrest Gump. The life is like a box of chocolate. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Like, there was, there was, there was, it's not it's not what you think it is. It said, it, said some, it said differently. I can't even remember, but it was Saturday that I was doing it. But I was just down, I was going down a rabbit hole. And I was like, what? what? The, one, the one that didn't fool me there was Pikachu's tail. Where people think it's um, black when it's not. Yeah, I don't know if it was black. But and the whole thing. Like... I do understand how that can happen, though. It's, it's because sometimes things are easier to remember in a certain way. And of course, once a few people buy, once people buy into that belief, then that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then, like, I'm not going to lie. The Forrest Gump one is more of his, it's more to do with his accent than anything. So people record a line as, life is like a box of chocolate. But he says, life was like a box of chocolate. But the way he speaks, the is and the was oh, you very similar. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I get what you're saying. Another one was um, Curious George. Like, does he have a tail or does he not have a tail? From what I remember, he has a tail, no? No, you don't, you don't have a tail, bro. But that's because I associate all monkeys with a tail. <laughs> all right, is it sex in the city or sex and the city? Do you have a tail, Manny? <laughs> you wasn't tail. I haven't got a tail, but I've got a third leg, though. All right, all right, all right. Is there a hyphen in Kit Kat? Yes. Yes. There's no hyphen in Kit Kat, bro. Really? Oh. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 
Take a break. Let's fit. C. C. Thupio. Yeah. Does he have a silver leg or are both his legs gold? Mm-hmm. C. Thupio. Where's my Star Wars? He's got silver leg. Is he not just gold? No, he's got a silver leg. Yeah, he's got See, a silver that, leg. That one, I wouldn't be surprised if it if he's mm. a he's a, he's made out of scraps, right? So him having a silver leg makes yeah. sense, right? But also mm. the fact that you don't really see all of him all the time. So to miss. Yeah. If I'd be misrepresented in your memory, that's fine, in my opinion. All right, all right, all right. One more, one more. Is it Luke, I am your father, or just I am your father? To be honest, this isn't really fair on me because I've never watched Star Wars. Mm. Uh, that one, yeah, I've, I've watched that scene only a couple of times because I don't really like that. I find that trilogy of films hard to watch, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I had that. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one. So I, I would definitely be taking that off of what someone said to me, and because of that, I'd probably say just the latter one. I am your father. Yeah, it is that. But whenever you see it in TV shows when they mock it, it's always oh, look, I am your father, or some nonsense mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, no, basically, I just I just got led down a, a rabbit hole. Why is it the the doctor, because um, so if you ask people, Nelson Mandela. Yeah, if you ask oh, people when did he die, a lot of people thought he died in the 80s and they didn't know oh, that he died in right. 2013. So they thought he died whilst he was incarcerated. And that's why it's called the Mandela Effect. Like, your your memories were warped. I thought it was going to be because of the fact that he was actually, like, when I say this, I mean, it's of all due respect to Mandela. But he was actually a leader of quite a violent party, but he's also known as, like, in his last years, he was known as this really peaceful guy and almost took an image of peace he would say his part is people did commit some atrocities so you know it's a bit of a mad one he, I don't think he's wrong for what he did but it, it, he did do what he did you know what I mean so yeah like yeah but well, yeah I, I have been active on Twitter basically yes, that's a long way to say that I've been active on Twitter I'll be retweeting I'll be tweeting we talking about a bag of madness. That's good, man. I'm, I'm glad that you guys are overcoming your 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 Twitter. Um, yeah, trying to just throw some opinion. opinions out there. Twitter is better than Instagram. I'm, I'm gonna say that. I feel it's like on, news on breaks on Twitter quicker than anywhere else. One hundred percent, and also you got to have a basic level of intelligence to operate on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is like. To really enjoy Twitter, it take it's like it takes a lot to get into it. Yeah, it can be quite really daunting to someone who's just started. Like, say yeah. you started tomorrow, it could be quite overwhelming. So um, yeah, I agree with that. You have to curate your your experience on Twitter more than Instagram, I think. And I think it's partly because Instagram pushes more things onto you, whether you like it or right. not. Whereas with Twitter, you have to go and follow the pages. There's adverts on Twitter as well, but it's just not as in your face. Or shall I say, maybe it's Maybe it's actually um, more in your face, shall I say. The adverts are clearly adverts on Twitter. Whereas on Instagram, you just start seeing random shit on your timeline. Like, well, I didn't follow this. And like, oh shit, yeah, we didn't follow this. It's just been, it's, it just added it because you follow this or whatever. It's like, fuck off. Yeah, that's definitely happening. Yeah. Algorithms, I get that all the time. Like, the like things that I think I follow, but I don't. Because it's just similar to what I follow. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of Twitter, did you hear about um, Nigeria unbanning Twitter? Yeah, that happened today, right? Yeah, it happened today. So 
basically they held Twitter hostage and said that we're not gonna allow it in our country unless you build a local office. Really? Yeah. And what? And to to agree though. To agree, they they're gonna build one in Niger. That's fair enough. Yeah. So they can make it when they want to. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I feel like this happens quite a lot to technology companies. They get um, forced into doing certain things. I remember many moons ago, a company called BlackBerry, when they were they were at the top anymore. This is when they were starting to struggle, and India said that they have to open up their services so that the Indian security services could view the messages that were going through it. And obviously, BBM was known for the fact that. It was encrypted, right? So whatever the, wherever you were sending your message to, no one else could read it. And I think that that's one of the uh, this is one of the bits where um, BlackBerry died because of the fact that what it was meant to be good for, <laughs> it was no longer good for because they succumbed to what the Indians asked for. And I also remember this that BlackBerry and BBM were kind of blamed for the um Mark, the riots that happened after Mark Duggan was caught was killed. Remember that? All those riots. Oh, really? On, yeah, those riots were all planned on BBM. The police didn't have a clue what was going on because they couldn't see the messages going around. And um, yeah, that, that, it makes it harder to police. So when I come back with my conspiracy hat, fully on, the tinfoil hat, fully on, I'm saying that BlackBerry made their own mistakes for sure, but the company was also killed by the governments around the world because. They can't. They, they didn't want to have a situation whereby so many people were communicating on a daily basis, and they had no yeah. idea what was being said. You know I mean, like we use we use the, the normal platforms, and that shit just gets turned over to the police whenever they want it and stuff like that. They can use. Yeah, but that's happening now, isn't it? With like all crypto and things of that nature, like well, they also police and stuff. I don't understand it. Yeah, so part yeah. of what you see is little dips occur out of nowhere on cryptocurrencies. That's the government's um trying to make it seem less stable than it is. And crypto is already unstable. But the less stable it seems, the less likely people are going to want to put their money into it. And therefore, mm. it takes longer for it to become a mainstream thing. Although, in my opinion, it's inevitable that one day people will just be like conducting normal transactions with Bitcoin or whatever else instead of pounds and dollars and yen. Yeah, it's how actually uh, to pay for stuff on the in the metaverse. This actually raises like a, a valid like topic. Like you never really own what you create. Take Apple for instance. They right. they created their app store that other people done a similar thing. And then they impose their rules and yet companies can take them to court saying no, you can't do that for something you created. Imagine you make something and then, and like, I have another company and I don't agree with your practices. So I take you to court to basically... Are you talking you... about um, the Fortnite epic, epic yeah, game? Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's one thing. But there's, there's loads of things in there that people are getting taken to court where they have to fundamentally change their vision of something. Now, that case is a bit, like, it's, it's a bit... Um, it's a bit out there because that's just Apple being greedy. But there's other scenarios where people are forced to do things which goes against what they intended or what they wanted to do for their own product, right? So it's actually right. an interesting, interesting point. Right. I totally understand what you're coming from this and I hear what you're saying. But I think that something to remember here is that 
there there was a limitation in this right so they're being forced to do this by certain governments in certain countries they don't have to do it everywhere so for example especially like when you look at the internet there's some websites that are banned from certain countries like you know for example in britain we think that we have a free nation type of that. but there's some websites you simply can't go to if you if you wanted to because it's, it's blocked by virgin and bt and whatever so the main operating um the main internet service providers block it but if you want to access it still you can still do it outside or using various means to access stuff that is blocked on on the on the mainstream internet so my point is is that if you do really want to do something you can still do it it's a case of it won't be restricted so i think it depends on how big you are like say you come out with um apple could say that they're just gonna register the company in some random country and stick by the walls of that country and then tell everyone to go fuck themselves but then of course of course they would lose a lot of money by doing so because they so they value their income over having the freedom to do what they want and you know what right apple is a company that is big enough to say okay we're going to do this and then see who blinks first because imagine if everyone said oh my god you're taking apple from us why are you doing this to us we're voting you out and the next, the next um, government comes in and says, okay, we're going to let Apple do what they want. Then Apple wins, right? I guess I, I, I guess that's the case, but it never happens, isn't it? Yeah, like, imagine means. you create something, like, say say you find a way to make cars run off of um, mud, of for instance. Okay. Run, run on mud, run on mud, yeah. Okay. Something that's not out there. And you try to not monopolize it, but you make sure you hold all of your secrets to your chest. And at any time someone threatens that, you would sue them, right? And then that ability is taken away from you because people don't like you. No, but see, the thing is, yeah, I, again, my conspiracy theory hat back on, I am 100% sure that alternative fuels have been found a long time ago. But I think that it's something that um, has been kept under lock and key because there's too much money in the oil industry. So imagine if you are like, I'm not saying the Saudis did this, but imagine you're a Saudi crown prince, right? And your wealth is built on the amount of oil you have in your in your reserves in your country. And then someone says, oh, yeah, by the way, we can now make um, mud fuel and that can power your cars. And it's actually really um, user-friendly like how petrol is. Um, are you going to allow that to, to see the day, see the light of day? I'm absolutely going to go and assassinate that person. <laughs> make sure that, I, that technology ain't coming out. Because we're but mate, that techno- but then it depends on the context as well. Like that technology uh, has to come that, that out eventually. Yeah, eventually, sure. But I'm going to get my wealth first. Okay, I'm not going to have my basically. There's go, there's actually a story that's happening. Yeah, the guy who was um, pioneering hi- hydrogen, and yeah. then he mysteriously turned up dead yeah. once uh, he was yeah. trying to take it to market. Yeah, and that would have been like thirty or forty years ago. So now they're starting to push hydrogen. And that's fine because now the oil fields are coming closer to um, depletion, right? But um, back then, absolutely not. We gotta just get rid of you. <laughs> we gotta get rid of him too. Yeah. We get rid of all that technology. And sometimes, as well, what the companies do is that they they will buy up the technology themselves and either ruin it or just like screw it down. Yeah. So then, and then, so then, when um, these when the oil does um, like dry up. Then it's like, oh look, we've just discovered something. Boom! Now you buy a fuel still. Like now it's hydrogen instead of oil. Yeah. Jeez. Welcome to the conspiracy theory podcast. 
This is the conspiracy theory. Pouring conspiracies into your ear. Uh, can we do one more topic? Uh, that's off topic from music. Okay, more conspiracy. Um, I love conspiracy. Who killed Jesus? No, this, yeah, this one, you can say technically, technically is a conspiracy, right? Apparently, uh, the old Sir Lewis Hamilton is... Uh, Oh, he definitely he might come back. It. The F1 chiefs have confirmed that they're going to launch a probe into the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. They need they to, already, man. They 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 have already launched the probe. So it really depends on what the outcome of the probe is. Um, my understanding oh, okay. is wasn't is that I didn't know there was a guy above the guy. If that makes sense, the so, Michael Massey. Yes, there's always a guy. Michael Massey is the <laughs> F1 director, right? Right, <laughs> and. So F1 is like a racing organization, obviously. And then above yeah. that is the FIA. And the FIA is the um, basically the organization that oversees all of the racing organizations in the world. So that's like World Valley Championship, um, Touring Cars, um, Formula E, Formula 3000, Formula 2, whatever. Yeah. So right. that is like the highest board for motorsport. And then above them is CAS, which is the uh, Court of Arbitration of Sport. And like you've, heard, you've probably heard of them before if you watch football, because sometimes yeah. football end up going to that when they've got beef with FIFA or beef between two clubs and not happy with what FIFA said and stuff like that. So, yeah, so there is, there is a, the highest um, chain of command is going to be um, CAS, CAS. But um, basically, what I've heard so far is that Michael Marcy is probably going to be out. They were going to reshuffle and take him out, but I think they're trying to. But isn't he new thing. anyway? I don't know. Michael Messi, I thought he was because I swear he took over from someone else. Like, oh, okay, no, that yeah, was it. So, he yes, took over like, from the old guy uh, that was yeah, like Charlie Whiting died. Yeah, Charlie Whiting died, and then he took over. That's correct. And now, also, another thing is that Jean Tot was the, was the director. Was the FIA? No, was he the FIA? Oh no, he was. He had a really high position. He might be an FIA director, right? And he's now being replaced as well by someone else. I've forgotten who this guy's called, but um, it was kind of going to be all changed at the top. But I think what they're trying to do, they're trying to do this in a way that it doesn't incriminate them, because right. imagine they say, okay, this guy's done something wrong, and that's why we sacked him, then. That means that it puts um, the reputation. Yeah, that, that, that race. No, not about reputation. It means that, that race should be void. It should never be redone or something. But it would mean oh, that yeah, that, sure. that title is no longer Verstappen's. And I think they're trying to save face. I think if they sack Massey, which would be the right thing to do, that leaves the door right. for all sorts of incriminations there. So they're trying to 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 do this in such a way that they appease Hamilton, appease Mercedes, and appease Verstappen, appease Red Bull, and um. Yeah, and, and make sure they don't fuck themselves over so they so they can have someone can come back to them in the court of law. So it's a it's a difficult one for sure. Like it's gonna be interesting how it, how it turns out in the end. All I know is I don't want Lewis Hamilton to retire until he has beaten Michael Schumacher's record completely. Same, he deserves to be the outright number one. He's had a great yeah. career and um I really wanna See him come out as at least of eight titles. It'd be great to reach ten, but at least of eight. But is uh, he your goat of F one? 
He is. And you know why he is? Absolutely. Right? He, he has to overcome so much more than all the other drivers just to be on the track. Like, F1 is not like football. Like, football, you could be playing like football in fucking the North Pole, right? And if they, yeah. if someone, if you're good enough, you will end up making it, right? And of course, there are um, cases where players are really good and they don't make it because they maybe got stabbed or they maybe um, got their head turned or something already, they got ill or whatever. There might be something that's happened, but generally speaking, with football, as long as you have like a bottle or a rolled up bag or something, you can get into it and you can enjoy it and you can develop and you can level up, right? And you can be spotted. With F1, you can't even get on the track unless you have a base level of money. <laughs> that rules out like 90, 95%, probably 99% of, of the world's population from even getting involved in the first place, right? Like when you hear about what Lewis Hamilton's dad had to do to get him on the track in the first place, and the fact that if he didn't get signed up by McLaren when he did, he would have been out. Whereas you have all these guys on the track, even right now, that are just like, they're not even that good, but their dad's a billionaire, so they just get a position on the track. F1 is that not is actually like, mad. Uh... Yeah, it is. Imagine like in, in, in football, you never really see that. You might see it in like a, in the lower leagues, and you might see it in um okay, you might see some nepotism in in in, in um yeah definitely football, but it's nowhere near to the same degree. And usually, even the ones that are there because their dad or whatever, their uncle, whatever, they do actually have a level of skill. And quite often, that level of skill comes from the fact that that is their family, so they have better training yeah. as a kid. You know what I mean? But um. Yeah, because I was remember saying to someone, "Oh my god, let's, I don't want to build Molly May, but we're gonna build Molly May." Yeah, we got to get everywhere today, baby. There's <laughs> only two albums to review. When they left, right, up, down. We we're we're going today. Everyone having the same twenty four hours, right? And I remember, I remember um, more recently, uh, what do you call it? Someone like David Beckham's kids, um, Brooklyn, or Brooklyn did it, and I think Romy did it as well. They were training with Arsenal, they trained with Man United, and they were never that good. Yeah. But because they're David yeah. Beckham's sons, they're going to get that opportunity. Now, there could be some other yeah. kid that could have impressed on that day, but he wasn't given the opportunity because Brooklyn Beckham was playing instead. And Brooklyn Beckham doesn't yeah. even need it. I think with, with sometimes with, with sport, yeah, definitely with sport, to push yourself beyond, you need you need to need it. You know what I mean? You yeah. need the, to, to get by, to succeed, because your your parents need a house, your mum needs a house, your, your brother... Is, is on the road and he needs, needs to get him out of that mud like you know what I mean you might have yeah. people in extreme poverty that you're trying to pull out of it that's why you need to make it right but if you know that you go home and you've already got the Bentley and, and the Gucci Gucci suit like are you really that bothered to, to, to train that much harder probably not so anyway that was one example the other example is I know that when my um, cousin back in the day when he was training and he had some trials at Tottenham and um, right. it was like Gary Lineker's um, kids were there and everyone's here at the ship, but, but they were still getting. They were still in the academy and still taking up um, places because they're Gary Lineker's children, and that's just how it goes. You hear about all the time these kids they they come through the academies and they don't go anywhere after, yeah. but um, they they will never get kicked out simply because of the fact that their fathers or mothers are famous people. Yeah, that's actually mad when you think about it. And we yeah. do not all have the same 24 hours as a fact. Everyone's no. 24 hours is no. different for different reasons. My thing with that statement as well, with the whole 24 hours, is she provided zero context, right? There was no, there was no person, she didn't make it personal. It was just a, a generalization. 
like had she had said or made it more like with my 24 hours look what I've managed to do in my field it would have just in my field would have been at least somewhat better but the fact she was like oh no like everyone has the same 24 hours and could do it but she's an influencer bro she got She's getting deals based off of her looks. Do you know what I mean? Bro, like, it's like it's, and I always say, yes, yeah, it's, it's not even just the fact she's an influencer, she's got the money for her looks, but it's the fact that she has the people around her. So let's go back to the yeah. football, um, the football um, um, what's the word, analogy again, right? Let's just say now you are a skillful player and, you, and you've been, you've got this God-given talent like Messi, right? Let's just say you've done, right. you've done that. So again, so you don't have the same twenty-four hours because you just got this natural talent. But then, then you um, you make it. Now you're twenty-one years old, and everybody around you is either stupid or they're just literally bad mind. They're just trying to um, just trying to like literally take from you, like get what they can from you, right? Yeah. That's not the same as if you come from a background where everyone's really supportive of you and. And you've got some intelligent people that help you make the right decisions in life, because that yeah, makes a massive difference. Right. You know, imagine you make your first million, and your first thing you go and do is just go and buy chains, compared to you make your first million and you go and buy property or or invest it in some up and coming company. Maybe you invested in Google when it was first coming up, yeah. and now you're like ridiculously rich off the back of it. And I mean, this this is the difference, and people don't understand that. Like I always say, Manny, me and you were very lucky. You know, we're, 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 and Oli, sorry, Oli, is all, all three of us are very yeah, lucky. We all come from back, we all come from two parent homes, right? For one, yeah, and yeah. two, right? We um we have some friends around us, and we, we we have we have we probably have both, we probably experience both, right? Because I know I have some friends that went on to like live unsavory lives, right? But I also have yeah. some friends that many friends that we all talk to each day that are um in their professional jobs, they we all went uni, we all got our degrees and stuff like that. We're all progressing and, and we're pushing each other along the along the path, right? Now imagine if all your friends were just doing up road, and then you're yeah. like, wow, why am I even taking this shit from my boss, bro? I can go and sell a couple packs right now and make like ten k a month, like, like why? You know what I mean? That's, that's, we have people that keep us on the street and narrow, basically. A lot of people do yeah. not have that. That is a privilege. And that means it that our 24 hours is not the same as the next man's 24 hours. So that term is, is outrageously wrong. I'm talking to It's not even that. You need to think about the homeless people as well. Like people on the street, their 24 hours is completely different to the average person because they don't have access to the internet. They ain't got a bank account where they can check their balance. They ain't got a permanent <laughs> address where they can get a job and get that confirmation sent, sent to I've lived they don't in have anything. For almost thirty years, like who? Not many people can say that. You know I mean? yeah. people, just, just moving around gives you that much less stability than the next person. Having to go to a different school, to have to go and meet new people all over again, create new friendships all over again. It's not the same. Twenty-four hours for everyone, like yeah. So but let's even. I'll even want to dissect where that that phrase comes from. Right? No, but no. But before we go there, can I say one more thing? Can we say, can I say yeah. one more thing? So um. I think I think she was very reckless in her in her messaging, and what I noticed on my Instagram feed was there were certain Message. people, <laughs> certain people from a certain demographic that look like her, that are from wealthy backgrounds, that were all like putting up posts in defence for her. So 
I, I just I just think it's a massive disconnect between the the, the up or she's middle class to upper class, right? And then working yeah. class. Like it's just it's a massive disconnect and those people that have never like struggled or had to shop at Lidl but can only buy the that let really cheap stuff or whatever. Like, let me ask you guys a question now. I I'm not asked a question, I don't mean to embarrass you or your parents when I ask this question, right? But have you guys ever when you're growing up, did you ever have to um think about when your next meal's gonna come? No. However, hmm. I enjoy every meal. Okay, yeah, that's the answer. That's the answer because if it was corned beef and rice or baked beans and rice or baked beans and rice. Do not get me started on corned beef and rice. But the worst one was just dumplings, but dumplings and beans because it's just flour and water, isn't it? Look here. Look, look here. I've never ever had a situation in my life where I didn't know when my next meal was coming. But as Manny said, plenty of those meals, I didn't want them. But the meal was yeah. there. There's many people that do not know where the next meal's coming. They don't even want to go home because there's nothing for them at home. They go home, they're yeah. going to probably get beaten for no reason. And then they're going to not get no food. And they, they're going to probably be in the bedroom with like three of the other siblings and shit like that. I never had those issues. And, you know what I mean? And to me, those 24 hours sound completely different to someone who wakes up in the bed of Egyptian cotton sweets and sheets. <laughs> has has a, a sage coffee machine that grounds the beans freshly for them. Yeah. Drinks out of a expensive glass mug sitting at a quartz quartz layered island, flicking through the news on her iPad with an Apple News Plus subscription, which is extortion in itself. Like that's a complete different twenty four hours just from the whole waking up. Waking up with your, your silk pajamas, got a little Message from your aid, not agent, um, assistant, giving you a breakdown Man, itinerary for you today. Yeah, right. like all of that stuff. I meeting clients or meeting sponsorship deals. Yeah. Like so, I really yeah, want to go I back to fully debunk that twenty-four hours. No, but let's go before we fully debunk it. We have to understand where it came from, right? It's okay. this phrase is if what was it is to do with Beyonce, isn't it? Like. It if is. you had the same 24 hours as Beyonce, like, oh, look what Beyonce oh, does in yeah, 24 hours. Uh, yeah, yeah. If Beyonce can do, do it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's it. it's kind of like that, right? But equally... But can I say, sorry, sorry I don't want to cut you here. I really am really yeah. about this. And I really apologise. But straight away, looking at Beyonce, right, it goes straight back to what I said about who you have around you. Because her dad put her on. It was her dad. Her dad formed Destiny's Child. And dad pushed her all through those um ch- childhood um beauty pageants and talent shows or whatever, and her yeah. dad made sure that she was a success. If her dad was a bum, she wouldn't be where she is now. It's the same thing with um Venus and Serena. Her dad, their, yeah. their dad, patterned them up, and now they're millionaires for life, and and that would be generational wealth as well. Like, <laughs> it's never it's it's I cannot I can't think of anyone that I know of. That it's literally just them did it by themselves. Pretty that, much and and that is the key. Like, that is the key, them. right? Right there. It's we don't have the same twenty four hours as Beyonce, Elon Musk, Oprah, or Jeff Bezos because we don't have the same amount of support. Does that make sense? Question, question. What yeah, was Jeff yeah. Bezos' support? 
I don't actually bro, know. He owns Amazon, bro. No, <laughs> I know that. Yeah, but I'm bro. saying he started it up from his garage, right? He didn't start. He didn't just start. He didn't wake up one day with Amazon. Yeah, I get that. Um, yeah, like, like how did he start? Like, was it like uh, Donald Trump where he got like a million pound check from his dad? Was yeah, it like his parents had sway? That could help him get there. You're absolutely right in that, right? Like he's worked to get to where he is, right? However, he hasn't got to where he is by himself. He's got to where he is with the right decision, with the right leadership team, with the right. Yeah, yeah, but what what, what I'm trying to understand is like there's certain people who have had like a helping hand, like you mentioned Serena and Venus Williams, right? Beyonce. They've had a helping hand. I'm just curious as to what Jeff Bezos is, what Elon Musk's helping hand was, because from my understanding, Elon Elon Musk was just a drafter. No, Elon Musk, his dad owned the Emerald Field in South Africa. Okay. Like, you, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Musk is coming from now, but um, Jeff Bezos is a pair. I'm reading up on this thing now. His parents were both teenagers when they when they had him. Um, mm. split up. Mother remarried. So Bezos isn't actually his birth name. His birth name is actually Jorgensen. Um, right. But it looks like they did have a bit of money. Yeah, so but equally, like, I, if I have to give respect, if I Wait. give respect, it would be to mm. Bezos for sure. He's done a lot, but equally, he's done a lot to get Amazon off the ground. Yeah, yeah. But then you look at what he does with those twenty-four hours. Amazon workers are getting the life sucked out of them. So that he can maximize a coin, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's not like that. It's not as simple as like these people have managed. Like there's there's stuff that there's decisions that have been made. There's some someone is losing in order for someone to gain. So right, I want to say here, right? Jeff Bezos looks like he from what I can see on Wikipedia. I'm not doing a deep research into it, but from Wikipedia, he's like he, he's self-made, right? However, I wasn't. I didn't say that you have to have money behind you. I never said that in the first place. I said that you need to have a support network around you. So, like for example, just having parents that are educated, for example, would help. You know, like when yeah. when I'm doing my my charity work that I do sometimes, we look at like social. Uh, what's the word? Um, social. Economic. No, not economics. About the, how people move around in society. So, like you know, what social mobility. Words? Social mobility. Why am I missing that word? Thank you. That's the right one. And they talk about like you know, are you the first person from your family to go to university, or the first person from your family to do this or whatever? That makes a difference. If like my my dad holds two master's degrees, and then I've gone to university. I've got my degree. My big sister's um, got her degree. My little sister and my little brother are both in uni right now. We're most likely to do go to do that, right? But in his generation. He was one of the first people to, to get a degree. But now in his for his kids, they're all just doing it. And then I'd imagine, well, I'd hope that if I'm blessed with kids one day, it would be the same sort of thing. And then it's that's how generational wealth is built. Because it's, it just basically as I always a term I like to say used about about standing on the shoulders of giants, you just look at what your parents have done and you basically do better than them. Because you're not starting from, from where they started, you're starting a bit further up the run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. we can talk about this all day you know i'm very passionate about this one (laughs) no but it's true we have but the thing is we have to be passionate about it because 
there's no help or handouts out of these streets, where like in order to get a job these days, you're doing what five hundred applications. Like I, I, I'm gonna even bring it out. I remember the like I went to a job interview, um, it was like a few years ago, whatnot. Mm. Seen as soon as you open the door and you sit down and you see the people across the room, you just know that it's never going to happen, no matter what you yep. say. Yeah, yeah, what you do, it's just never going to happen, and that's the sort of anxiety or like fear that others don't have to deal with. When imagine being a young kid looking for a startup opportunity and most venture capitalists are white let's be honest here oh mate right? that one's a big one That's yeah a one. it's a big one but it doesn't get talked about nearly but, but enough man, right but manny you're, you're talking about venture capitalists right? let's just talk about getting a mortgage for a house <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like as a black person especially in america you're far more likely to be turned down for a mortgage for yeah. a house than even today you are than a white yeah. person, right? And even if your your financial situation is better, like that's crazy, and and that's, that's stopping crazy. you from building and getting up the ladder because you're having to pay rent rather than putting money into a property that you would own. So yeah, um, that is that is a, that's actually a very um, valid point. It even happens over here. Like my neighbour, um, my dad's, he's been renting the house that he's in for as long as I can remember. It must be like fifteen years now, maybe sixteen. Yeah. And he's asked the uh, um, landlord several times, look, can I buy this property? Like, you've been here for so long. You, like, you started to make it a home, can you buy it? And they've, they've constantly said no. Some Italian family owns it and they've constantly right. said no. Right. If it was an Italian person, um, this is this is a mad um, assumption, but they might be more open to it. Probably, yeah. And, and this kind of goes back to what our, our, our good um, friend Money Morse would say about keeping it in your people, right? Is that that is what some other people do. And as black people, that's something that we tend not to do. We open mm. our, our, we open up our everything to everyone. And yeah, I don't want to go down that avenue, especially when Money Wolf is ahead to back me up. <laughs> she's, not in the, she's not recording with us this week. She's not going to be recording with us through January because she is going through like a social media cleanse, I believe. I don't know how to put it, but she, yeah, she, it's a ritual that she does in January. So she yeah, stop sending soon. stuff into the DMs, man. Yeah, so let's just stop this shit, man, and come back out, come back, come out <laughs> to play. Um, yeah, there's so much I want to talk about with this one. I don't know how deep, how deep down this rabbit hole we want to go. I, what are we with social mobility or with an album review now? Well. You know what? Yeah, Shania. So, what, what are you guys saying? What's next? What's the next one? What's the what's the next thing you want to talk next about in this, this area? Let's line up. So, so we are the Essels Podcast, and primarily uh, a music review uh, podcast. However, you know, you get different flavors of us. Sometimes, Sometimes we just get, get a bit energetic on certain topics, isn't it? It's that flavor in your air. Right. It could be so around your as well. <laughs> I just need the person, thing, the model that got affected by it, to come out and show her face. Okay, have you have you guys ever watched the TV show Ray Donovan? And I'm pretty sure I've, mentioned I've seen the first episode, and all I know from the first episode is that Ray Donovan is a certified bad man. 
What happens to the person? Like, it might be what, I was, what I'm thinking about talking about now. Um, he's basically a fixer, isn't it? Like, yeah. someone has a problem, he goes and sorts it out yeah. with violence, a, a little be, bit of tongue in cheek. Sometimes it is. But anyway, there's one episode, right? Well, I've mentioned it before, but it's like the guy is like a basketball player or football player or something like that. Might be a rapper, I don't know. But he's a rich black man and he's sleeping with some hoes. And basically, he, he busts a nut and he falls asleep. And for some reason, these girls know that he always does this, that whenever he busts a nut, he falls asleep immediately. So, what they did, they took the condom. And they tied it up and they stuck it out of the room because they obviously someone wanted to go and get pregnant off that cum, right? And um, basically, Ray Donovan shows up at the nick of time and just like grabs it off them and flushes it or some shit, right? And basically <laughs> saves the guy millions of dollars by doing that because if the girl got pregnant, then you know it's all long. Now, basically, after what happened to Drake with his with his child, we know he he only slept with the mum like he only met the mum once or twice apparently and slept with her like once or twice. And then, boom, now he's got a whole child. Um, he said that that's not happening again. <laughs> so what he must have done, after he um, ejaculated into a condom, he put hot sauce in it. So that makes sure that you, the, the cum is no use now, right? You can't just go and put it in oh you. God. But um, I don't know. Did the girl actually put it in herself or what? <laughs> Could you imagine? Is she still is she suing because she got hurt, or is she suing because she's upset? No, she's suing because she got hurt, bro. Because yeah, well, that's that is, either way. Either way, that is not Champagne Papi's fault. <laughs> no, so, like I then like apparently she she like according to news report, she was in the bathroom and she came screaming like ah, it's hot, it's hot. And yeah, Drake's there, Drake like, are you okay? Yeah, good. There you know, you I asked if she's okay for why are you fucking trying to get pregnant for? That's wrong. I can't imagine. I always say this like if I really hit a lick, right? I, I would like if I was single and I hit a lick, I would find it very difficult to to sleep with women. Because like imagine mm. all they're trying to do is is get a bag of you. Half of them don't even want to be with you, they just want to get the money. Like that is it. That's like their ambition is to get pregnant by a rich man and then get um, child support. Britney Renner. That's just mad. Like, it's, just a, it's a mad mindset. Like, it is a mindset. I guess the mindset of a man just wanting to sleep with a woman and not want to like give her anything is, is is mad too. But at least they're not trying to ruin the woman's life mm. or take all of her money. No, yeah, it's all crazy. It's all crazy. It's it crazy, crazy, crazy. Though. Shit's crazy. Jeez. By the way, did we ever review like the Uncle Murder um, <laughs> end of year wrap up? He didn't do it this year. He did. He definitely it. did. What he did it? Yeah, sixteen minute long. Oh my That's days! All right, all right, all right. Lil Nas X. Oh my god. Okay, because he said last year he wasn't doing it no more. He said it's tiring. He lies. He said shit, man. He lies. Ah, I'm so gullible, man. I'm so gullible. I didn't even bother <laughs> looking for it. Go, do you know how? Do you know what? Yeah, it was like the fifth of Jan. I was like, I need an. Is he? Oh, he's he just never that great. Now, he said he's quit now, but I'm sure he's gonna come back again. Um, but yeah, like fifth of Jan, I was getting like withdrawal symptoms. I was like, I need Uncle Murder. I need Uncle Murder. But now I'm gonna listen to that. Yeah, Uncle Murder one dropped on New Year's Day, but it's the um, it was the video that came out later. 
I, I still ain't seen the video though. I've been like, yeah, after what he said about Little Nas X, I'm just like, do I ever want to watch the video? The video Bro. always helps because like some things, yeah, it just puts it into context even further. Like obviously most of the things he spoke, most of the he spoke about, I remembered. But watching it again whilst listening to the lyrics just makes it that much sweeter. Okay, I'm going to watch the video. All right, look, we'll watch it and come back and review it next week. Cool. And, and we'll do it versus skills. But what is this about, for, like, for, just coming from, spoiler, um, coming from that Uncle Murder uh, freestyle, I kind of feel like New York really hates Freddie Gibbs right now. Jim Jones is loved in New York, you know, so right. you go against him, then obviously a lot of people in New York aren't going aren't gonna to like you. But also, it's the fact that Freddie Gibbs has been saying that New York is soft, isn't it? So... And I'm pretty sure that after this all happened, that he went into the shop there as well, and nothing happened to him. I think really? that's a big part of it. Like if you if you say, oh, you can't come on here, whatever, otherwise you're going to get bullets or whatever, and then the person then goes there and doesn't have any issues, then it kind of does make you look a bit soft, doesn't it? So. Well, are you sure? When did are you sure you went there? Really? Well. Oh, no, no, no. I say, look at look at um your guy. I'm looking online. I think he's going there in the summer. What? Freddie Gibbs? Yeah, on tour, I think. Yeah, May. He's gonna. Freddie be Gibbs is touring. Where's he dropped? Oh, he dropped the thing with the Alchemist, didn't it? Like last year. Mhm. Wednesday, eleventh, twenty twenty two. It's actually quite a decent price. Thirty thirty two dollars. What's that twenty five dollars? Yeah. Yeah, let's find New York, go watch Freddie Gibbs. Who probably won't turn up based off of everything that's happened. Well, I can't go until I'm not vaccinated. <laughs> oh no, get your vaccination. I'm I'm boosted up, mate. I'm all the way to booster, baby. Same, I'm 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 on a hundred right now. That's boost, right. Boost, that's boost, right. Boost. If we both wake up man. with four legs, bro, Matt's going to laugh at us hard. <laughs> <laughs> or conversely, imagine it gave us the ability to breathe underwater. I can't swim, so that's amazing for me, because then I can just uh, continuously like, sink. We'll probably get eaten by the sharks, though. You reach your crush depth and you die. That's all like a really grisly way to die, man. Your, your cranium just being squashed from the outside. It does. Your eyeballs... Popping inside your brain. Well, the worst thing is, the ocean is scary, man. There's like thousands of species that have never been discovered, and those ones at the bottom look mad creepy. Yep. Sea snakes and everything like that. I think the the, the scariest thing for me is the ocean is the endlessness of it. And what I mean by that is that, you know, you watch these programs about someone that's like been in a plane crash or boat sinking or whatever. And then, like, there's a search and rescue point that goes out to try and find them. But it's like they try to find a needle in a fucking... Haystack. Not even a haystack. It's like... The it's mega like, haystack. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like a whole fucking... Like, it's ridiculous. It's like, you can't, how are you meant to find them? Like, I, I always say, as much as I would love to, like, go on a cruise, I could do, like, a Caribbean cruise, right? Because those islands are so close to each other, you could, you really could swim from one to the next, right? But... um. 
I'm not doing some sort of when you're going from like Italy to to the Caribbean, that's yeah, that's long. That uh, you, you need yeah. to start off in Jamaica and then go to yes. the Caribbean islands yes. that way yes. and end up in Miami. And if I had a yacht, if I if I actually owned a yacht as well, it's just gonna get me moored somewhere nice and staying there. And if the if the captain of that yacht wants to take it from one place to the next place for me, that's fine. But I'll be flying. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna be coming <laughs> in the boat. I think I yeah, boats not the one. I think I think I would like as much as I'm really good with these sort of things. I'll probably struggle if I looked out from my boat and there was nothing but water, and I know that there's no, there thousands know. of miles from anywhere safe. Because imagine, do you know what? Yeah, so the worst thing is imagine you're there and you see like a whale shark. How do you know how big a whale shark is? They're huge. But that one is it's the biggest in fish world. in the ocean. It's like yeah. seventy thousand feet long. Huh? But they're the biggest animal in the world, right? But it's like that. No, the blue whales are biggest. The oh, whale shark is the biggest fish. Our oh, blue whales are the biggest um, animal. Full stop. Okay, yeah, cool. My point is, is that um, my point is that wouldn't scare me because they don't eat, eat humans. So right. I have a thing about super large objects that creep me out. Uh, that would freak me out. That, that tells me something. <laughs> I said super large, bro. I know. Like, Wait, like a giraffe. Okay, me, a giraffe doesn't scare me, me but it's creepy. It tells, it tells me that you have a small penis. But anyway, I don't know how we. I don't know how we got there because because a a, a, a thirty centimeter ruler doesn't scare me. A thirty centimeter ruler doesn't scare me. So I don't understand how we got there. But what I, but we, what are we talking about? I don't know. I don't know. What are we talking about? I don't know. But all I know is that I'm catching the smoke right now. <laughs> I need motherly back. I need so Matt can direct this at her, and not me. I don't doubt it. Would you guys ever just, go like good fishing? Good fishing? Yeah. Bro, I can't swim. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, 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 you, you don't swim and catch the fish, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? I don't follow with Oli's water. He's diving under water with the knife in his mouth. Like, yeah, let's go find it. Ah. Rambo style, bro. Just sinking, just sinking. No, I, I don't. I don't go near water. Like, that's not me. Basically, when I was a kid, I drowned in it, and ever since then, I'm being serious. I drowned. Bro, I was doing canoeing. Childhood fears, man. I was doing canoeing and um, or learning to canoe because. I was on like a trip, and then by the end of the week, we was going to canoe out the sea, yeah? Mm-hmm. And so then the lesson was um, capsizing, like, what do you do? So I was like, get ready, on the count of three, we're going to capsize you. But the person I was with was a class clown, and he oh, thought it'd be God. funny to capsize me before the full explanation was given. I didn't know what happened, and I just remember being woken up with my mouth and mouth What the yeah. Hmm? Did you get bullied in school? No. I feel like you did, bro. Like it sounds like you, like the guy was trying to bully you and murder you. Now, what happened after that was that no one spoke to him for the rest of the um trip. That was kind that's of funny. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's a dickhead for that, for real. Yeah, that's not nice. But the worst thing was like I just learned to swim in it. That like, I've always struggled with swimming for some reason. I just sink. So I've been mm-hmm. struggling since year two until year six. To be fair, oh, really, yeah, black people have got denser bones in it, so it's like that's part of the reason why. Yeah, just yeah, this is exactly that. So um, hmm. 
I just popped something in the group. Have you had a look? Oh, yeah, look. I see it. You was, you was fishing. But you wasn't. You didn't do it in Rambo style. No, no, I did it in Rambo style. I did it normal style. Mm. Picture, picture of the man them swimming. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go on a limb and say that, 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 um, that lifeguard, whatever, bodysuit, it wasn't going to save you, bro. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Let me, let me tell you another story about water. Yeah, so we went to Mexico and we went swimming with dolphins. Yeah. I wasn't really feeling the swimming with dolphins thing. For the starters, <laughs> my dolphin was racist. My first dolphin was racist. Wait, wait, hold on. Can I just say I did the same thing? Yeah, was your dolphin I racist? Felt, no, I just felt bad with the dolphin. I'm a big guy, and it was kind of like this poor dolphin. <laughs> I didn't get on the dolphin because this is what happened, yeah. So you put on my um, life life jacket, yeah. You got in the water and it was in the sea, so already I was scared. But I didn't know the sea was so rough; like it can literally move you from one section to the next. I couldn't get my bearings in it, so I can't swim. As in, I can't float, so I can't swim. But if I'm underwater, I can move from one end to the next, right? Because I can still remember like basic swimming in it. So okay. I was trying to get to this to the edge, but I was constantly sinking with the life jacket on. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I managed to get to the ledge, and the ledge was like, "Just sit there for now, and we'll introduce you to the dolphins, and then we'll try it again in a bit." Yeah. So yeah. I was like, "Okay, cool, cool." Dolphin comes along, and then like it was me and my partner. So my partner's first. She's playing with the dolphin. Dolphin comes to me. I go to touch it. It goes right back to my partner. Oh, and it was just like it was constantly blowing me off in it so then the trainer was like right, he can go to the other um, other party and then we'll bring a new dolphin down to you that dolphin was cool so then okay. I was like okay get in the water and you're gonna high five the dolphin so I get, <laughs> I get in the water yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my life jacket flips me upside down so my legs are in the <laughs> my legs are in the air yeah. and then I'm starting to sink <laughs> So basically, yeah, the life jacket, like they was like they had never seen it, and they were just like really confused as to what was happening. All I remember was that I was panicking. I was trying to get somewhere, and like it's in the sea, but they put a cage like to stop it from going too far, right? So they can section up the sea in it. All I remember is that my head was like banging against the cage. <laughs> But because it's a cage, I could use it as like, like in WWE, head in the cell. So I climbed up and just, <laughs> just sat my ass down. I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get involved no more. So <laughs> Mexico was a long trip, but anybody tried to jump in and save you. The, the racist dolphins instinctively save people when they're drowning, but the racist dolphin was just <laughs> laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kid you not. And I got up <laughs> that noise. And I was just like, I, I, I know you're onto something. Man. Oh, anyway, so. But it was mad upsetting watching everyone get the dolphin rides and stuff. And I was sitting on the side just kicking my toes in the water. Dolphins are so intelligent like, that I definitely believe that it could be racist. Like, they're intelligent enough to, to pick up on patterns. So, for example, maybe they might get more treats from a white person than a black person. So they just go to a white person instead or something like that. Yeah. Yes, it's probably that. I just felt bad for my one because it had to push me. 
Um, oh, was he doing filming his stand on it and do that at the A side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that looks so, so fun, so man. There's no way that the Dalton was going to allow me to stand on it. So it pushed me, and then afterwards, I think it just said, no, nah, I can't do it. I can't go back. <laughs> Can't do it, can't. Yeah, so I think we got a video as well. Like you paid for a video of the dolphins as well. Oh, really? And it's just me, yeah, just me licking as I got my girlfriend's bucket list, isn't it? That she always wanted to swim with dolphins, so she took every opportunity to get every photo and video and book and work nonsense. It's just oh, Heartbreaking. Did you go Shell Ha or X Correct? Huh? Um, we we went to see on <laughs> the video that is. No, I, I, can't I think we went to X Correct. Yeah, that that's that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Because yeah. at least there's a lot of land in it. Like at least you can walk around. Yeah, and we did um we did the zip the line. Un- the zip line. Oh. Oh, okay, yeah, so you didn't do a water side? No, we did the zip line inside. The activity one. Oh, I'm mad. Anyway, anyway, we are a music podcast, as we keep reminding everyone. So let's actually jump into an album now. We've gone around the houses for the last hour. Um, DS4. DS Forever. DS, yeah, DS Forever, right? That's what, that's what it wants to be called. Mm. Um, Gypsy Season Forever. Oh, is that what it means? <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you just joking? You don't, you don't... I'm being strong. It's a, it's a series, the fourth one in the series. Yeah, it is. I think I'll start off on this review real quick because I think my review is not going to be overwhelming. Like, I've never been a fan of Gunner. Also, I say I've not, it's not that I've not been a fan, I've just never listened to his music. But um, when I was out in Miami with Matt and we heard Drip Too Hard, I think that was a song of the vacation. So I was just looking for something that's. It wasn't. Are you going to say Sicko Mode? Smile Bitch, Sicko Mode, or what's that one? Tory Lane's. It was Drip, Drip Too Hard, bro. That was a good song, but it definitely wasn't. The that song. was on every night, every everywhere he went out, and so was. And it was on uh, multiple Sicker times, Road, and so was. Yeah, second um, as well. Miami wasn't, but it was. It became my anthem though. Uh too hard for me, but anyway, I I love that song. Um, I was expecting like something along them lines. There, there was a few songs that tried to be along them lines, but it just it just didn't. The album didn't really bang for me. Um. I started to enjoy it from the from when the train twenty one savage track was on. I think it's track five. I can't remember, but um, this is okay. I can't really say much about it. The features I enjoyed, but apart from the guy with the lisp, that I didn't enjoy. But the the album as a whole is just. I'm not gonna play it again. I'm, I'm not gonna play it again. I I just. I think it's one of them albums where it suffers from the time it come out. I feel like if it was hot and I was going to a motive, I might enjoy the album a bit more. But where I listen to it, it's dark, it's cold, it's gloomy, it's wet. 
it's not really like positive vibes outside. You, you can say it's for so many American artists' albums. Like they, they do not consider the time of the year they're releasing the album because where they're from, it's hot all the time. But it yeah. really impacts a lot on how I and how it's really you as well enjoy it. And I think it's the same for many people. You can't get in the whole summer party vibe in the middle of January. <laughs> it doesn't fit, you know. No, nope. um, so um. Yeah, so so for me it was just it was a miss right now, but I'm gonna put an asterisk beside it because I feel like whilst I say I won't listen to it again, I'm leaving it in my downloaded music because I may come back to it at April when the sun starts to come out. Um, to see if I feel a bit different. Right. Okay. Um I thought it was a, a decent project, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think it was terrible. Like, um, it was a collection of singles. It wasn't like a complete album, let's be honest. But songs like, what songs did I enjoy the most? So, Pushing Pushin P, that was a good track. Die Alone with Young Blue, um, featuring Young Blue. That was another good track. And my favourite was the You and Me um, song with Gunner and Chloe. Um, they used a sample. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, man, can you run that back because I didn't hear it properly? <laughs> <laughs> He literally was going to do that, Oh, man. my God. <laughs> Come on. Tell me you don't know what sample that is, right? Oh, what song are we talking about here? Chloe and, and Bing? Oh, John B's They it's Don't Know. B. Yeah, that's it. And that's one... I swear that Drake is like the it, worst so. ever rendition I've heard of it in my fucking life. What do you mean? I, I never want to hear it again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man. Oh my god. <laughs> Bro, you're telling me you buy the single, fam. Don't lie. Nah, I, I know it could be better, but I wouldn't even embarrass myself with that one right now. But yeah. Well, dude, like, just go on. You're giving, giving the big tip. Yeah. No, you ain't going. You ain't going. You ain't going. You ain't going. Alright. Because they. Anyway, that was my. Um, that, that was like my standout song on the, on the album. Like, I, I don't know, like, it's Pusha, it, sorry, it's Gunner, do you know what I mean? He's going to be making, like, music for, like, the clubs and the streets. In terms of what was, like, the hit on this album, it's the Too Easy remix, definitely, for me, with Future and Roddy Rich. But that's it, really. Um... It wasn't it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. It was mid, if that makes sense. Yeah. What did I'm, you think? I'm pretty much of you on that one, Manny. But I'm gonna say something here that maybe seems a bit outrageous, right? But it's my truth, right? If Ghana came out twenty years earlier, if he came out thirty years earlier, he'd be Nate Dog. And if he came really? out twenty years earlier, I don't know. I feel like Ghana is really ideal. 
when he's not leading the track. And I know there's some of his songs that are, his own songs that have been hits, but it's like people will remember it more for someone else being on the track. So for example, so for example, so he's a yeah, feature yeah. artist basically. Yeah, so he's like it's a bit like you know when Ty Dollar Sign first came out, right? And like people were like he's like the new Nate Dogg, right? And you know you put him on your track and it would just like add that extra finesse to that track and make it sound so much better when he starts humming and shit, right? But then it, now Ty Dollar Sign releases his own music and it's actually like top tier. But um, with kind of feel Gun, like that's I the really journey did. with all feature artists, though, right? Like Young Thug went through that period as well. Young Thug's best songs for me are when there's other people on it. Young Thug has a great sound for for picking beats and stuff like that, and and he can do he can he can harmonize along a track quite well. But I don't like him that much as an artist directly. But when he's no, on a, when you yeah, heard Slime season three. Tracks. No, you think about Young Fug's best tracks, right? How many of them is just him? I'm not gonna say Slime that season most three. Of, most of them are him featuring someone else, and that other person is what maybe I enjoy more about the track. Slime season three is one of my favorite albums of all time, and there's no features on it. No feet. Well, only one feature. Okay. But like, let me give you an example. Right? The song that um that Oli mentioned, Drift Too Hard, I like Lil Baby on that more than like Gunner. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like Lil Baby is the artist and like Gunner was almost like the side guy. So it's like Nate Dog. That's what I mean by that. But anyway, going back to this album, I think it started off a bit slow, but then it did improve and in the middle part, there's like, a, like maybe track five to track 12. It's like some good music in there, some good tracks, but then it's like another one of those albums that's just too long, and it's it's, mm. it's 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 simply made that long for streaming purposes so they can reap as much streaming awards as they can. But it's like it didn't need to be that long. As a as a as a project, it's just nothing special, and yeah, it's just it's, as you said, it's just mid, and I don't yeah. think these guys really actually do try to put out a project that is actually banging as a cohesive thing. They just try to make tracks that are vital, that will pop. And it shows, basically. Right. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, Yeah, like, I think... I think with an album like this, it's quite hard to really see what song's the best. Does that make sense? Uh, because so many of them sound the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's like a, a whole load of tracks that sound very similar that you could give the title to. But I think I'll probably give But there were some way. gems on there, though. Like, the the one with Chloe. Yeah, that I, I was think that's probably the one gem. that's probably I'd give, give the best record to, or some of that one with one in 21 Savage. Yeah, yeah, the one with Twenty One Savage for me. I missed that. One. I think Chloe's oh. voice is beautiful, man. It's, it's just mad. Like, her, her her trajectory is just so funny to me because of stuff that I said about her in the past. That she's she's incredibly talented, but no one will take her seriously while she while she's poppy while she's keeps her clothes on, and now she's like popping up booty, and now it's like she's just blowing up massively, and 
I'm I'm not gonna go over that one again. But what I will say is that it'll be interesting to see. I, don't, I haven't looked myself. I don't even. I think they've got their own individual Instagram accounts and Twitter accounts. But it'd be interesting to see if there's a difference in followers between the two, between the two sisters, because obviously one of them's doing the most, and the other one's right. like a Disney. The other one's a Disney princess at the moment, so like she's a bit limited in what she can do, and I'm assuming it will show in the social media following. Give a quick look. Have a quick look. Yeah. Um. In terms of what I'd rate it, I'd give it a three. This is definitely a solid three for me. What about you, um, Ollie? Um. I think it's a solid two. I don't know. It's, it's kind of, I just wasn't feeling it at this time of year. It's kind of hard to vibe to it. Yeah, it's winter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so sorry. Let me, I, I just checked and to prove my point on Instagram. How many followers do you think Halle Bailey has? I think they both have more followers than I. Halle Bailey. Bailey. Halle Bailey. Oh, ten point seven million. How many? Sorry, Oli. Ten point seven million. What are you saying, Manny? Um, one million. So Halle's got two point two million. So with that in mind, okay. how many do you think Chloe has? Ten point seven million. <laughs> Man, I would say five. She's got four point four million, so she's got double <laughs> the amount of followers. You were closer than me, bro. You were far. bro. I said I was close. As a as a sister, that she's in a group with, because you know they got Chloe X Halley, right? That is a group, right? And she had double the amount of followers, and it just goes to point my point. My point. I've always said that it doesn't really matter about talent, because her sister is talented too. It's more about how naked you're gonna get, and that's sad, but it's the truth. It is pretty sad, to be fair. It is pretty anyway. sad. What? What's the next one? What's the next? Oh, we haven't we ever even given it ratings? No, we haven't given. I said I'll give it mine. I said three. Oli said what? I said two. Two. What do you give it? I think it might be a two for me as well. You know, because he can definitely do better than this if he tries. So yeah, yeah. Also, together, their, their joint Instagram has 3.8 million followers, so it's like literally right in the middle. But yeah. Damn. Okay, um, cool. So, I wanted, did, did you hear about um, the race between the weekend and Ghana at the moment? See, as well? uh, this is the thing, right? It was never, ever like drummed up as being a race between two of them until the numbers came out. I have to point that out, mm. right? No one ever thought that this is going to be a race. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because everyone thought that Ghana was going to get what? They're not in the same category of artists. Like, yeah. But, the Weekend is but, a top tier artist. He's a triple A star superstar, isn't it? Would you not say? Would you agree? I think he is. I, I would I would say yes. He's up there with Taylor Swift and, and Drake and Justin Bieber. Yeah, yep. definitely. Globally, but surprisingly, not in the US. Really? Based off these numbers. No, you can't just base that off of one album sales numbers, bro. That's you don't reach that stage. Okay, yeah, fair enough. That's like, uh, yeah. yeah. Fair. Right, cool. In terms of popularity, yeah, he's definitely up there. In the, like his name will be with like the Drakes and the upper echelons. However, but you have to acknowledge now, like. He's looking. He's looking a bit weak right now, though. 
So go on, what, yeah, what's right. the numbers? <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought, I thought, okay, cool. Sorry, guys. Uh, like, so <laughs> weekend, the weekend shifted or has reported the, um, or it's, 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 isn't confirmed yet, is it? Nah, so, I think it's it'll be confirmed, uh, close of play tomorrow, but. 157 album units with 15k in traditional sales, mm-hmm. and Gun has done 144,000 um, album units with 3,000 traditional sales. Man, mm-hmm. isn't it? So, like, what's your did, take on this? My take on this is it goes like you look at someone like Drake. Pulling 600k first week sales, Kanye 600k first week sales, and it kind of makes you think: Is Weekend really in that conversation? Because he's not doing that right now. And this, I don't think this album is a surprise. Did, it? And 400. Yeah, that's, that's huge, you know. 400 is huge. What does Taylor Swift? Yeah, do? for right. Taylor Swift does crazy numbers. Let me Google this. What was the last? But at the moment, Taylor Swift is re-releasing her albums as well, though. So I think that might be a bit skewed. Oh, look. So Red, Taylor's version. Oh, so even a re-released version of one of her albums. Um... Yeah, that did 609,000. 605,000. That's, that's dumb numbers, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm surprised that he's not... Ma- Actually, I'm, I'm not surprised he's not matching Taylor Swift. But also, I feel like Drake's a bit of an exception as well. Drake, Why is Adele, Drake an exception? Drake, Adele and Taylor, mm-hmm. I feel like they have a much, like, a much bigger following on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's a Justin, bit of an exception. More than, more than Justin Bieber? What do you mean more than Justin Bieber? Sorry. Like they got a bigger following than Justin Bieber, you say? No, on the weekend. Okay, but Justin Bieber's last project did 231,000 album equivalent units, including 126,000 pure album sales in its first week. That came out February 14th, 2020. Pure so, album sales were that high? That's Justin Bieber. Hey, this is lot. I'm just going to buy the last album here. So I, well, I the Justice one. Uh, this was changes. Changes. Okay, how much did that sell first week? Two hundred thirty-one thousand. Yeah, that he's not. He's not a big dog. No, actually, yeah, he is a big dog. Two hundred. I'm saying. Is a big I would say this year. I, I think there are some other factors here, and I'm. I, I'm not gonna defend the weekend because I don't even like his music myself. Right, and before I even get, I I can give you the, the review for his album right now, and that is, um, I didn't finish listening to it because. It was it wasn't my liking, it was shit. But um <laughs> but but I will say this so he's he's released like last year. It wasn't even like the beginning of last year, was it? It was like midway through, I believe. Is that right? Um I think it so, was midway through. I'm not too sure. Uh, so I feel like maybe he's releasing these music too close together. I don't know. It could be that people are still enjoying his old music. But, yeah, so 2021. Because he did the Super Bowl last year, didn't he? 
No, yeah. He released oh, in no, 2020. Last time was, it last time was 2020, yeah. so it's actually a whole, like, yeah, that's mad. March 2020. Yeah, but that's big. The reason why you think it was last year is because he did the Super Bowl. And that really brought everything back up, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so two whole years, that's not even an excuse. Uh, hey, I don't know what's going on there. I can only blame the record label because, like, I always thought the weekend was a megastar, so like he shouldn't be doing such low numbers. Like, tell me, it just doesn't make him look. He's not a big dog, right? Right now, you can't go into the record label looking big dog with first week numbers like that. No, but bro, I've, your your status as a big dog does not come off the one album and doesn't decline off the one album. Yeah, I guess so. If he does it's it again, catalog, isn't it? Yeah, if, if if the next album comes out again and it does numbers like this, then yeah, that is when his stars clearly dwindling, isn't it? But the same way your yeah. first album comes out, you do a million in sales first week, right? If you, your, your next album could come out and you do nothing because you're you're not really a star, just that one album bangs, you know what I mean? And there are artists yeah. that have done that before. So The Weeknd's been going for a long time, just clapping out of the park. Yeah. So, you know. I would still um, say he's a big dog, but just sales weren't that great. But if it's only your first week, right, it might grow over time yeah and other markets you're gonna get a dj Khaled no. situation here now right he ain't gonna be doing it how publicly dj Khaled did it but he's gonna come out and be like look yeah this is some factories sort out your shit and then the record label's gonna go into overdrive to um to push the push the album and then you see that second week sales will probably stay pretty much consistent in the first week which would then mm. be good because normally there's a, a huge drop off between first and second week so if we can get like three hundred thousand. Within two weeks, that's pretty decent. In my opinion. No, you're probably you're right. Like he's number one in the UK this week, definitely. Mm. Like he'll be he'll be number one globally, like across different markets. It's just crazy that Gunner is probably like pipped into the post because it's unexpected. And the low amount of numbers as well. A bit crazy, uh, but... Do, do you think it's because yeah. of Chloe Bailey? Because they're dating. Gunner and Chloe are dating. So do you think that, that the interest in her... I don't, I don't think they are. Of, they, they're always out of each other holding hands and shit. They, they might no, be... No, they be said a, that he's, um, she's dating some guy called... D D No, that's the uh, D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that's Halley. That's Halley Bailey. Chloe was into dating him. Yeah. And that's why they made that song together like that. Okay, it didn't have to be that, but that is the case. So it could be a case of just doing it for publicity. Don't get me wrong, but it appeared that she's dating him. So it might be a case of Chloe's fans are like really streaming that kind of shit out of like a that's our man sort of thing. Okay. I never realised. I thought... Oh, because they're, they're twins, isn't it? I just thought it was one or, or the other. Nah, nah. Mad. Oh, okay. Big yeah. up. That's crazy. Okay. Um, It could be, actually. It could be that. Like, relationships do the most for, for yeah. artists. And you get your shade bar and everything. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. All right, what yeah. are you rating this this weekend album at? This weekend. we ain't even reviewed it yet. 
Yeah, well, we, yeah, we haven't actually. On, We're spending way too long on the weekend, bro. Okay, okay so, let me so, do my view real quick, yeah. I didn't like yeah. it, and I, I couldn't connect at all. <laughs> and honestly, like, I, I, it's not going to disrespect to the weekend because I just... You know what I always say when I talk about the weekend? I always bring up Party Next Door. I'm sorry, I have to. Party Next Door and Jacob intrinsic into my view of the weekend, right, about when they came out. And the other guys just had more energy and more of what I liked, right? As much as I respect that the weekend is a great artist, but it's just not for me. And this is another album that's just not for me. And yeah, hold tight here a minute. It's, a, it's like two years for me. Well, I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was an accumulation. How of... how how many times, Manny? How many times did you do that thing? What thing? You know, did you take a knife to your arm and start cutting yourself? <laughs> To be honest, this is like to be honest. So the concept of this album is you're in purgatory, therefore you're listening like to Dawn FM on the way to get judged to see whether you're going heaven or hell, right? With the announcer being Jim Carrey, because life's a comedy. You get me? Did that get missed? Did you miss that bit? One hundred percent, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Like it's there's levels. You get me. The weekend is deep, mate. He's a deep. And did you know there was one song where he's like, "And my girl, she." The song with um Tyler, the creator. Uh, let me get the name. Um, here we go again. Where he's talking about his girl being a movie star. Did Did you listen to the album, Molly? I did listen to the album. It was the first album that I listened listened to. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who his girl is? The movie star. <laughs> no. Angelina Jolie. What? Yeah. Nothing. The weekend is a megastar. He clapped. He can clap. He can lay clapper. The cheekest of the finest woman all of time. Right. He's had Angelina Jolie. Now he he bagged one of the model twi- model sisters. What was it? Mm-hmm. What's her name? You know what I'm talking about? Bella Did she have his kids? Oh no, that's the, the, no, the no, no. Asian guy had the kid of the minute. Um, yeah, yeah. And also with Selena Gomez, he had her as well. This guy bangs the baddest chicks, isn't it? No one's disputing that. Just that his music is dry, bro. No, I don't think his music is dry, bro. I think I think you gotta be you gotta you gotta appreciate it. Like I like I like the fact that this was like an accumulation of all his past albums, like. Starboy, for example, is a bang has loads of bangers on it. Um, what other ones did I like? Dear Melancholy was okay, and then obviously the trilogy is just a classic in terms of like albums, like an accumulation of all these mixtapes, right? Like, yeah, I thought the concept was dope. I thought it was executed well, um. And I'll definitely be listening to certain tracks. My favourite or shout out song was definitely Here We Go Again by Tyler the Creator. And the fact that he had Jim Carrey narrating the actual album, jeez, crazy shit. That's superstar, superstar shit. It's a shame about the, the numbers, but what can you do in it? I hear that. I hear What's that. What's your thoughts on it, Ali? 
So typically with the weekend, there tends to be a few songs that I really, really like, but the rest of the album mm, makes you want to go and play in traffic when it's just lorries or 18-wheelers going up and down at 60 miles per hour and there's a two-second gap between each one. That's the kind of vibe I get from the weekend. It's very depressing stuff. But I'm happy to say that it wasn't really... It, it was a bit more positive on, on this one. Yeah, uh, because you're dead already. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, until you told me that earlier, I, I didn't clock that. But I will say that the beats were a bit more upbeat. The only thing that was sad was the uh, outro by Jim Carrey. And I think I put it in the group that I'm surprised I haven't had the urge to go and jump off a skyscraper or something until I got to the outro. But it, it was it was good vocally. He was decent. Yeah. Beats were there was a lot of variation in the beat. Morally was saying the first part sounded like Stranger Stranger Things. I was like, what? Listen to the album again. Um, I got it. Like very very electro techno. Like it was it was good. Yeah. yeah. It was like well, he, he he leaned on a lot of stuff, and I like that. It was it was creative. What I will say is that whilst I really enjoyed it the first time I listened to it, I tried playing it again yesterday. I got five tracks in and gave up. Oh no! I don't know if it's because I was like my mind was elsewhere, but I couldn't have it on in the background. No more, it was doing my head in, and I couldn't be asked to really sit down and listen to it properly. I only played it because I wanted to hear it in Atmos, but yeah. I couldn't be asked. So I don't know about actually playability, but from my first listen, I really, I really liked it. My second listen, I, I couldn't I couldn't get through it. So it's a bit of a mixed bag for me. Yeah. But I'm, you... it was a better album of the two, by far. Okay. I... Yeah, I would say it's better. Just than the Gunner one. As well. I think the Gunner one was good as well, but this just tipped it to post because I like the weekend. Matt might argue differently because he doesn't want to cut his wrist. But Matt, you already album for me. Gunner's album's better, but Gunner's album's bang average as well. So, yeah. like, yeah, it's just really not been an inspirational week of music for me. However, there are some new. Um, albums coming out this week. Which wait, 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 we... wait, when's game dropping? <laughs> wait, I, I ain't dropped our ratings. <laughs> Matt gave it a two, innit? I'm giving it a three. Okay. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a. Give it a five. Oh, you are such a weird guy. You really are no, weird. You are no, weird. No, 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 no. Oh my well, days, why are you I'm like this? Of course I'm weird. Yeah, I know I'm weird. I've always been weird. You know that about me. I'm the one that used to play EastEnders yeah, on, on full blast. Sound speaker. Those are good days, man. Uh, the best, the best part of those days was many is when you used to play the sex playlists where other people were in the house having sex. You used to play. Oh them. yeah, yeah. It was, and then uh, we had the group chat in it, so we'd all be like saying, "Many, play this song, play this." <laughs> oh man, that was a good time, man. Good times. But yeah, dig that's dropping this week. 
Oh, is he? Okay. Dropping this week. Fucker Twigs. Is it Fucker Twigs or FKA Twigs? I don't know what it stands for. Twigs. I call it Fucker Twigs, so Fucker Twigs is dropping as well. Like, yeah, we've got some good shit coming up, man. No, man, you're missing the Don who might be dropping. The best, the person that might just take album of the year. And what is it, second week of January? Jay Huss? Yes. Is that happening? So I know that what you call it said it, but I, I thought he was joking. But but he said it's released on the 16th or something like that, or the, or the 15th, whatever. He said it was Saturday. 14th will be tomorrow. Yeah, you know, yeah, he said 15th. Uh, this is a Saturday. It isn't unheard of. I, I could see. Are you J- talking about J5? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I could yeah. see J House just dropping randomly. You know, he's the sort of person that would just do that. And his following is big enough and, and, and like viral enough that if he does it, everyone will just listen. It won't, it won't, it won't miss out from a lack of marketing. You know what I mean? Bro, J House got to number one. No, no video, no promotion. Oh, there you go. There you go. So like, it'd be interesting to see. Like his label loves him. He will get all the budget, like, absolutely. But I'm just saying he's not someone that needs the whole two, three month rollout. He can just go and drop yeah. and boom. I agree. That's our opinion. But yeah. All right. So what that I'm get then? Other two out uh, two ears, right? Lovely, cool. Oh, yeah, um, I think it hits three. Got three, bro. <laughs> it's a three, oh, it's a fucking three. hell, you guys have broken ears. All right, so why go on? What's the next one? <laughs> yeah, well, I want to talk about the J, J, J House potential track list. Oh, man. shit. We let's, got, look at, let's, look at, let's look at that track we list. Got, we, got, we got appearances by Stormzy and Dave. Pot, pay, puffy. Can I just put that right? That, that has been, like, asked for expected, dreamed of, anticipated, delete as appropriate, for many, many years now. We've all been what, waiting to see... Jay House, Stormzy and Dave? Yeah, that is like the... That is like the Holy Trinity of UK rap in their generation. That is the J. Cole, yeah. Kendrick, Drake of their generation in the UK, right? Yeah. So yeah, everyone will be waiting for that. And, and like, everyone knows that everyone on that track has to be delivering their best verses of the year, basically, to, uh, you know, not look like a fool on that song, basically. I kind um, of feel like, has this not happened before? Or is no, it just that J-Hosses are always on their albums? The closest we got, yeah, was on most Dax album where you had Stormzy was on a track and um, Dave and J-Hoss were on a track as well. But you haven't right. had all three of them on the track before. So... Right. I'm looking forward to that. Um, oh, definitely. Definitely will be sick. I'm looking forward to 21 Savage on the track with Jay House. He's with his East London it's, brother. It's that East London connection. So I don't know. This might be the say, first say time. Like, 21. Say East London. <laughs> say yeah. <laughs> say East London. Say East London. Oh, oh my god, he, he is tapped, you know. How would you ever do it to a girl? Like, I can't imagine saying to a girl, yeah, yeah, say South London, say Quaden, yeah, yeah. That's loyalty to your ends, like, that's bro, back to the loyalty, bro. The girl that I'm smashing, bro, that's not do my ends, that's me, all me. <laughs> no, no, you're represented for the whole of South London, bro. <laughs> 
Oh, and the thing is, she said it as well, didn't it? Really? She did. She did. She responded because she was going to do anything to get that, to get that. that anyway, let's let's not get let's not get let's not, yeah, let's not do that, man. Let's not do that. I'm also looking forward to soldiers in battle. Parsley, back row G, my guy. Love back row G. Brings that energy on there. And I don't know who Lancey Fox is, but I had a quick look at. Him and he looks like he's someone that's bubbling. He's he's kind of, he kind of reminds me of like a Playboy Carty, but a UK version. Have you guys heard of him before? Google him. He looks he looks that that's the kind of vibes you'll get. Obviously, yeah. Um, Shensia on the album. That's gonna yep, be can't wait to hit that track. That's gonna be a banger. And yeah. Hopefully it drops this week. Hopefully. So the next week's uh, pod will be will be fire. Alright. Uh what else is there to cover? What haven't we covered? Kodak Kodak Black smashing somebody's daughter. I really just dislike out. this guy, man. Like not everyone should. Why do you dislike him, man? He disgusts me. Like you know, it started off with the Nipsey Hussle thing, and when like literally the, the day or two days after he died, he's trying to um, say how he watched Love in London. Right, I thought to myself that it was just despicable. Right, and then the whole Donald Trump thing. I know Donald Trump did um, release him from jail, but he could have after after he got released, he after say low to him. He's still loyal to this guy, he was so he's fucking racist. And then like you go to an NHL match, it's not even basketball, which is more black, it's not even like NFL, which is like maybe somewhere in the middle. It's literally NHL was probably one of the whitest sports in America after probably baseball. Actually, probably more than baseball. Definitely more than baseball. And he's gone there and he, apparently they didn't have sex, apparently she was just dancing on them. But why? Why? Like, why are you doing that? Why are you representing yourself in that way? What? What? What is wrong with you? Like, that's not, that's foolishness, bro. It's the same guy that was all, um, was he twerking on his mum? Was like, had his mum twerking on him at some party a couple of months ago? He just one thing. Me. One thing you have to understand is, I think a no, lot of that I mean, is. I don't even cultural. want to understand any of that stuff. That it's like, cult- it's cultural like, differences, right? No, nah, bro. It's just, it's just like have some decorum, man. Not every day be disgusting. How about that? Dick Corum. No, a, a lot of it is to do with the fact that they're from Florida, you get me? Florida's Fl- Florida, Florida man. Have a, have a reputation, according to Breakfast Club, for being the craziest people in the US. So people from Florida and from um, Bronx, apparently, the craziest in the US. So... Like, you can't... You, obviously, he's going to do some crazy things, huh? You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it's just the, it's the way he's raised. Yeah. Kodak. But anyway, apparently it wasn't true. Apparently, um, he didn't actually smash. It was just the, the wrong angle. Um, people have dirty minds. Um... What else has happened? What else has happened? I'm trying to think. Coachella. Coachella. Harry Styles. 
Billie Eilish and Ye headlining uh, Coachella. Is there anyone missing from this list? IDK, I haven't seen on here. That Coachella lineup does not even look interesting to me, to be honest with you. They're probably saving the big acts, aren't they? It looks. No, they're showing everyone. But the text just gets smaller and smaller as you go down. But I don't um, really no- notice any on like who slow tie they got him from the UK. They haven't really got much people from the UK on this. Because they don't care. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? They don't care about UK artists. Coachella is, is like and first of all, Harry Styles is from the UK, isn't it? So you got to remember that part. But yeah, true. It's like Coachella is a pop festival, right? And right. like it's the biggest pop festival in the world probably. So, oh, Dave's in there as well. Is he? What, where, what day is he on? Sunday? On Ye's yeah, yeah, day. Oh. But my point is that they're going to just be getting the biggest artists from wherever they are. They don't really care about making sure they represent from someone from the UK. If anything, they probably have some small artists from America. But yeah. Griselda. Is that they need? Is that the whole Griselda camp? Or just probably be like a what? few of them. Oh, At least they've oh, they some got some respect. They got Fatboy Slim there as well. There you go. That's wow. a, that's another UK. Act. UK, yeah, Fatboy Slim. I remember cool. going to Ibiza with a couple of my friends, and mm. um, like I'm not into house music, so I didn't really enjoy that holiday for the most part, but. I was in one rave, yeah, because in space, nightclub, it was called space, and there was like right. some side room where Fatboy Slim was DJing, and that is okay. actually one of the best sets I've ever heard in my life from a DJ. Really? And it wasn't even the music that I would really be into, but the way he was DJing was just fucking sick. It was him and also David Guetta, two of the best DJs I've ever seen live, ever. Like They were just incredible. But yeah. David Quick was a different night. It was in Pasha nightclub, which I believe he owned or still owns now. But um, yeah. Didn't David Quick pass away? No, that was um, I think someone called Avicii. Oh, that was Avicii. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah, they're very different ages, aren't they? David Quick was a lot older than what Avicii was. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. So any other thoughts? Oh wait, wait. We can't we can't go without talking about Boris Johnson real quick. With the at least okay, before we go to Boris Johnson, can we quickly point out that um Baby Shark hit ten billion views? (laughs) It's the first ever video to reach ten billion. That song is I can fully understand that because kids get addicted to um things they like. Like, my child's addicted to a program called Hey Dougie. Love to share it. If the bro, kids are addicted I to love Baby Shark. Baby Shark, bro. Baby Shark is sick. And there's a dance remix oh, here where it's like, Baby Shark, do, 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 Baby Shark, do, do. Hey, that, when it, and then when it drops, bro, are you mad? The it. drop is crazy. Oh, mate. That is, oh, I'm telling shit. you, I, if I had it on a night out, I would, I would lose my shit, bro. Right, hey, ooh, yeah. I know, I know a few clubs that play play it, but it won't yeah. be people of your age. Just <laughs> 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 the dancer, bro. Maybe Jam is engaged now. 
to um, congrats, man, congrats. Yeah, it is congrats, you know, but it's a bit of a weird one though because I feel like she's a got she's got a busy like schedule in the UK, and this guy's an active Ooh. NBA player, so them guys are on the road like for three quarters of the year, I believe, and they're actually on the road like they're Ooh. not. In England, you go in the Premier League, you play a match, you go home the same night. These guys are not like that. So, I don't... Is, really it, is there, like, an off-season for NBA? Yeah, there is. There is. But, it's like I said, like, three quarters of the year, he's going to be right. playing and busy playing. So, I don't really see how that schedule lines up with her schedule in the UK. They're not even in the same country. Obviously, they've got money to take private jets wherever they want to go and whatever and see each other. Mm-hmm. But... It, I'm just thinking to myself, this kind of reminds me a bit of Lewis Hamilton and Nicole Scherzinger, whereby right. um, they both have their own busy schedules and they're both in different parts of the world. So although they may like each other d- deeply, is it going to work out long term? I don't know. But it'd be good for her and be good for him. You know, young love and all that. Um, and Ardy's yeah, obviously being signed. I think he signed to Sony. And now he's working with Fraser T, oh, like one of the best producers from the UK of all time, especially like as an exec producer, putting together an album. He's overseeing Kano. I think he's worked with Dave as well. And I really, I struggle with this one a bit, to be honest with you, because I don't think Ardy is anywhere near their stratosphere in terms of like capability as a rapper or, or just quality as an artist. But he's been given this. He got signed by Island Records. Oh, Island Records! Well, there you go. But I, I just yeah, think it's crazy awesome. that he's been given this opportunity to work with such a <sighs> illustrious artist. But I saw it go. Um, yeah. That's I think. I think. Up. I think. I think oh, I was yeah. Wait, before we do that, I'd say Ardi. I like Ardi. I think Ardi. Um, Do you think RD is anywhere near where Kano was at when he dropped Home Sweet Home? No, but you have to like remember Kano, Kano was a pioneer. RD and no, no, this no. new so generation. That, 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 makes it easier, that makes it easier shoulders. for RD then because RD has someone, exactly that. It makes it easier for him. But I'm asking yeah, absolutely. Do you think he's anywhere near that level of quality? In terms of quality, I haven't heard an album from him yet. He hasn't okay, released From any he song you've heard him on, do you think he's anywhere near being that stratosphere what Kano was on at Home Sweet Home? Bro, no, because okay. he's new. Okay. That's like Kano asking a, a primary Kano, school Kano, student to, Kano, that was Kano's to debut complete album. GCSEs. That was Kano's debut album, so I don't really understand what you're... Bro, you're but you can't say that Kano was... Kano had singles and stuff before that. And so before he released Home Sweet Home. Okay, look here. Ardy's done Ardy, one Ardy is a big basic single rapper, right? and one I don't know big feature. How he's these opportunities? It's a madness. It's a disgrace. He's getting these opportunities. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. I can't believe it. I can't. You shouldn't be giving that opportunity. Some, there's other better rappers out there that are not getting big to up the Smith, bro. So, like, yeah. Anyway, well, that's no, I, you I, ain't winning from. Ardy is. I'm gonna give him a chance. I give him a chance, mate. Like he's not. He's a. He's from Brighton. We've lived in Brighton for many years. You know what I mean? Like we know what's hard. Those locals out there, it's hard for them. You get me? They ain't all got the same twenty four hours. <laughs> true, true, true. Look how he's using it. Getting features on T and Wayne and blowing up. 
Look at what the other eyes are there. They didn't, they didn't shy at the They could have. Why didn't they use oh, the 24 man. hours to shy at so, so, so we all know here already, right? If a black man made that line, it doesn't bang the same way because he's black. And if, if a black man said um, the white, a white girl's name, I don't know, actually. Because I think, was it? Who said... Um, what's his name again? The guy that I do like. The one that Keisha H. Becky. H, yeah. He, he said Keisha Becky. And... Oh, Keisha will be the black name and Becky with the white name, but you know, I don't know. I'm not gonna get into this again, but you know you know where I'm gonna go with this. All, all my listeners now know where I'm gonna go with this every time. Not every time, but only when I feel like the person's not got a talent. H was doing so many freestyles that were just sick. And I thought this guy was mad talented, yeah. And so to see him rising up the ranks, it makes complete sense to me. This RD guy, I just don't see the talent there, and I just it's mad. I'm not but he's only where have you heard him? You've only heard him of one thing. Let the guy bubble so, more. So where, so where are they getting it from then? Is he just releasing mad demos to straight to send only to the record labels? I find that he got signed off of his feature, bro. Like everyone knows that his lyrics on body were the no, hardest. So you're not understanding what I'm saying here. He got signed off of one feature, right? But there's better rappers out there that did not get the opportunity. That's the whole reason why this thing annoys me. No, so let's be let's be factual. Let's be factual. Yeah. Body was a song by two black men. The biggest single of the year. Biggest single of the year. Got to Got to number one. Got the bit award as well. Bit awards? He was on a yeah. platform where his lyrics were the hottest verse on a drill song that had just reached number one, mm-hmm. unsigned. Logically, mm-hmm. as a business, you'd be licking your lips. No yeah, one's got this guy. What's he done since? Trash. What's he done yeah. since? He yeah. hasn't done anything because he's probably getting offers for left, right, and center. Do you know what I mean? What I think, judge him when the first album. Comes I would out. love to hear yeah. his album come out in the next six months. Yeah, so when it comes out, I would. And yeah, if it's trash, I'll join you. But, do you know what though? Just the thing, right? It might, it might end up being an album like um, Jack Harlow's album, right? Whereby it's yeah. got so much cushioning around it that it's impossible for it to be trash. Bro, if he's gonna be studio, signed to Universal. If I were in the studio and and off the back of nothing, start working with Dr. Dre, have Anderson Pack as a feature, Eminem as a feature, Kendrick Lamar as a feature, The Game as a feature, Snoop Dogg as a feature, Ice Cube as a feature, and and all these other features, right? Fifty Cent as well. It's impossible for me to have a shit album. And that's the point. This is the, this is what annoys me. It's like it's so. Uh, someone else deserves it anyway. Yeah, let's 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 move on. Yeah, let's let's leave that there because you guys aren't going to see eye to eye. I'm going to be moderator. Our our prime minister decided that he he, he didn't realize he was at a party, but he was at a party. It was alcohol, music, and and all the rest, but he didn't realize he was at a party. You left them ones. Sometimes that's how it be. No, it's never how it be. Get rid of them. People were dying, man, on that, like, loads of, there was so much loss of life during that time, yeah, and this guy's just like, he, he lies, that's the thing, he just loves He's a habitual lie. liar, Yeah, and he has, he's very immature in his reaction to stuff, I'm, I'm just surprised that he's still the Prime Minister. 
I just don't understand it. And what, we got another two more years of this? Another two more yeah, years, it bro. It's mad. So the first week of May in, in 2024, maybe we'll get a change. I just want the UK to go back in the EU. I just want to be able to go to France and get free internet on my phone. I've got so much to ask. Preach. Go away too, man. Fuck that shit, bro. Yeah. I do think he's going to... He's going to... Um, what's it called? Quit or... Resign? Do you know why he's Dude, not resigning? He's, he's immature. He's never going to resign. He won't see that he's done wrong. He won't no, understand it's, it's, what he's it's done It's not wrong. immature. This whole thing that Boris Johnson is stupid is, is a myth, right? He does this to make himself seem less threatening or whatever. He's clearly not stupid. Right. He's clearly fucking intelligent. What he's waiting for, he's trying to make sure that he patterns up his team before he leaves office. He probably has a few more dodgy deals to do for his friends to make sure that his friends get rich, to make sure that he gets paid off the back of it um, once, he, once he ends his, his prime ministerial role. And it's not all done yet. That's all it is. Him and his cronies, mm. they're all just making sure that their bread is buttered for when they're finishing this government. Look at um Jacob. Look, the worst one is Jacob Rees-Mogg, right? Where it's really fucking obvious that the that a company that this guy owns, right, was has made so much money off the back of Brexit, right? Right. right he was the one that was front bench pushing for Brexit to happen, and no one steps in and says, "Look, this isn't right." I don't understand this stuff, man. It's, uh, it infuriates me. Where's Guy Fox? <laughs> Well, yeah. No, I'm joking. You can't actually say that, can you? <laughs> so, look. All right, guys. I think that is it. That's a wrap for today. Oh yeah, big up Munya as well, man. I love the fact that he's on the on the on the button every time something happens in in the in the media with what's going on he's in the country. So fast, bro. Also, Prince Andrew ain't Prince Andrew anymore because he's a kiddie fiddler. But yeah, fuck Prince Andrew. Bastard. Indeed. Um, you know what? Unfortunately, unf- unfortunately, some underage women were forced to. So that's oh, that. no. disgusting. I know. Wow. Wow. On that note, that bombshell. What's your What's your socials? What's your socials? Um, follow me, Emmanuel Yates, uh, ninety on the old Twitters. Ollie, oh, follow Yesus underscore on uh, Instagram and uh, Ollie. Yo, you can follow me on Twitter at OCClark underscore 10. Matty. <laughs> I love the awkward silence. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Matty Lee and you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee. And yeah, um, yeah, holla. Ciao. Bye. Bye. The ASOS podcast.